I was so blessed with everyone that's been sharing so far and sharing their past, sharing how God's taken them from darkness to light and, you know, brought them great deliverance. And, you know, for that to happen, someone someone had to have spoken the word to you. Someone had to be walking with God, walking in love and had a desire and a love for you to speak that word. And God brings many people into our lives to help us on our journey to help us to be strong with him and I've been very very privileged as a young man even going to the local churches the leaders would always take me under their wings for some reason I thought they made a mistake you know because I didn't know nothing I wasn't educated I come from a background uh, my mom was a drug dealer we lived in squats and violence and lots of different things going on um, I didn't really go to school. Uh, I, I hated it. I didn't like being told what to do. And I was, and when I did actually go to the school, my mind was always at home because of all the trouble that was there. So I never really learned anything. So I never thought I could become anything. I was always told, you're not going to be nothing. You're useless. You're hopeless. So I never had no confidence. But thanks be to God that, you know, someone loved me enough to speak the word to me and I, confessed Jesus as Lord, I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead when I was about 15, 16 and then I've been on a long journey since then and uh, but God has brought special men and women into my life that have really touched me, helped me, guided me supported me and some of those people are on here now as well at this, at this stage of the journey and, and going back about 15, 20 years ago so um, there was one man that had a really great uh, impact on my life and I've, sadly I found out um, I wasn't going to say nothing because I know the family doesn't really want to be bothered and touched about it um, but Tom West fell asleep I don't know all the details I got the message third hand it's, it's very sad Tom was a great man we met him in 2001 when we was invited to go to Alameda in the USA by Taylor Overby and from there we met Tom and his uh, young family at the time Sean, Jessica and Ian and my kids were young, all our three kids was there and, and we got close over the years and then Tom come to UK in 2004 with Taylor and they were doing a stopover and they were making their very first visit to India and that's where all the greatness happened and I, my, I was all over the place at that time in my mind, in my walk, you know, we come out of the ministry and there was no direction and we are just trying to find ourselves and, um, and Tom and Taylor were sharing me about uh, Sangat Baines who I met in the 2003 and, uh, and, he, and that's where he said to me, you're going to move the word of God in all of the UK and the whole of Europe then I had a whole year, then Tom and uh, Taylor come to here to this house here in 2004 and they'd done a couple of days stop over then they flew over to India and from that time uh, in 2005 I met Sangha for the second time and it was actually I met Sangha um, in June of 2005 for the second time and he was in Oxford teaching a class on how to heal the sick and cast out devils and I didn't even know there was believers in Oxford but I found out through another believer and I managed to be able to go down there for the end of the class and the night before God showed me in a dream very vividly very clearly that when I woke up like when I woke up this was it this is the day 
I give up my circular job and live unto him and from that time it's just been an amazing time with God lots of roller coasters, lots of ups and downs lots of different doctrines, lots of different ideas but the point is no matter what's going on no matter your journey, God is with you he never lets go of your hand whether you've had wrong doctrine, right doctrine, wrong teachers, you know, right teachers God will always keep you in the path if you just stay with him and that's what I learned to do, I just learned to stay with God through the thick and thin of confusion, of not knowing the direction, what is the direction and seeking him with all my heart until the point that he's got me now and then um, so I got to know Tom, I travelled with Tom uh, we went to different locations in India, we travelled all over India been to Nepal with him, been in the USA with him so this man, the last time I met Tom was in 2018 and it was at Appling where I met Kayla me and Kim was there and what I remembered about that last visit uh, in America was that Tom come up to me and we was in the line and uh, so he came up to me and said Laura he put his hand on my stomach he says I love you and my whole stomach shook and it was, it was a God moment and, uh, and that really really blessed me it was like a transfer of a blessing in a, in a sense and um, so yeah so Tom had a great impact on my life and um, you know we spoke about many things and, and then we went to uh, Texas we went to his home me and Kim we stayed at his home and we had a lovely time of fellowship together and uh, it was just really really great catching up on old memories and Tom shared some really great things with me and the one thing that he did share with me was 2 Timothy 2.15 and he said like you know we've been taught that we've got to study the word and you know rightly divide it and all this stuff but he, he shared with me he said that word study as we all know is the word spadazzo which means put forth a diligent effort and he says, if you look at Lambs' translations and other translations, it basically should be translated, um, rightly proclaiming the word of truth. It's not nothing to do with study like we've been taught to study. Nothing wrong with studying, by the way. But the, the real thing, when you look at the context, is leadership epistle, and it's talking about words, our words. And to rightly proclaim the word of truth is to speak by the Spirit. Now, that doesn't mean to say we neglect the Scriptures. As Caleb was saying, you know, we go to the scriptures, we got that, it speaks to us. God breathes in that, he enlightened us. And also, I had someone else messaged me today that people think that we've been saying you don't need a Bible, and that's just not true. Uh, basically, you know, when we are teaching, like I am sharing now, speaking, we let God give us the words to say, because he's going to minister right to the people their need right now and uh, I, I go to the scripture in my personal time I do it with God I don't go to the scripture to find something I let God lead me to the scriptures to reveal something and there's a big difference so and, and then God's always showing so many things and you know and what this has just kind of made me realize we are the generation of the leaders now you know Tom there set a great example for me you've been around a lot longer than me you know he's done many things, he's seen many things and then like uh, just last year in December our old country coordinator he fell asleep and God just saying you're on the front line now 
now you're the man now you need to move forward and that's for all of us so we've got to stop depending upon people and we need to depend upon the living God we need to do the things that God puts in our heart and um, you don't have to be God's already qualified you with Holy Spirit you don't need an ordination we're all ordained of God and yes God will recognize certain people with their you know the, the gift ministries apostles prophets evangelists pastors and teachers these are specific gift ministries that are to perfect the saints in other words to encourage the saints not dictate to the saints but just to encourage them to go to God and to walk and be led by the Holy Spirit so it's been a fantastic journey so far and I know God's got great things in store for everyone that is humble and this humble heart comes from God here bring you to that place because I tried everything guys I've tried lots of different things okay maybe God wants me to do it this way oh this sounds really right I need to do it this way but God will have his way in your life and if you're humble he can take you to the next step he can take you to the next level and he wants you to be very uh, fruitful he wants you to have a personal relationship with him that if no one's around you you can still keep moving you can still keep believing you can still keep encouraging you can still keep blessing and so you know we got the wonderful scriptures where we see what Jesus said you know when John the Baptist was beheaded all his leaders were lost and there was loads of people the multitude and he said look you know they, they're, they're sheep without a shepherd he said pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth the laborers the laborers are the workers the leaders the ones that are going to go and pray to Jehovah that he will send forth those laborers into the harvest and so that's what we need to do we need to pray for the laborers we need to pray for people that are going to give their life to God that are going to be dedicated that are going to make their decision not to mess around no more or flirt with the world not to um, be pulled away through all the things that are happening around them and see we all have emotions and we all have anxieties at times you can overcome them these anxieties this fear it's a paradigm it's an old programming in you from the old nature but you've overcome that and the way we do that is by setting our thoughts on things above not on the things of this earth we have to be dedicated we really do have to be dedicated to God that Father I will do exactly what you want me to do I will connect where you want me to connect connections is massive connections are very important it says in the scripture that God has placed each member in the body where it has pleased him and what we see in the church today is everyone go this fellowship that fellowship this minister that minister and it's like going into a candy store and then they get all mixtures of information in their minds but see God has called you you are unique you are chosen God's got a plan and specific purpose for you and when we get focused with God and when we do what God wants us to do then we can start flourishing and growing so like I've shared many times God put in my heart to connect with my minister who happens to be Sangate Baines and I had a fallout with him before that I wasn't agreeing with a lot of the things he said but God brought me to a place of humbleness and opened my eyes because my heart's always been for God my heart has always been to serve God my heart has always been to help people 
I don't want a position, I don't want to be this or that. I just want to walk like my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want to help people. And you know what? By the grace of God, I'm doing that. And it's the most satisfying thing in the world when you know someone's coming to you and they've lost, they've been through drugs, they've been through so many different situations and they come to you and God's giving you words for them and they're receiving it and you see their lives change that is the most satisfying thing than anything if you give me a million pound and seeing someone's living I say keep the million this person is worth more than that because you can't put a price on someone's life only the Lord Jesus Christ and he's paid the price for you so that you can live in freedom that you can walk in power you know and there is there is a sting in death you know I, I, I'm you know, I'm rejoicing because I know that when we're going to be gathered together and we're going to see uh, all the loved ones face to face. But there is a sadness now. It's a loss. It's a loss. There's a sting in the death. So there's nothing wrong with grieving. There's nothing wrong with showing your emotions. There's nothing wrong saying, I feel anxious or I feel upset. There's nothing wrong. You've got to speak it out of your mouth. Get it out of there. And then let someone that is walking with God minister to you, love you, build you up, encourage you. Uh, many people in the body of Christ spend too much time arguing over doctrine. And Satan's laughing. But if you go to God, you won't have to spin your wheels. If you go to the living God, God is the fountain of living water. He's living. And he says, you come to me. You call upon me. You ask me. I'll show you. I will navigate you where you need to be. And if you listen to me and do what I tell you to do, you're going to be blessed. So what God told me to do was to connect to Sangha. And when I went to India, I wasn't even supposed to see him. Me and Fred, who's on here listening, Fred booked the wrong date, but it was the right date. <laughs> and the carnival, he was like, oh man, I've got the wrong month. But I said, leave it, Fred. Like, you know, let God do it. And he did. And, and so we went there. We got caught in the lockdown. And then we, can, we got back from Amaritsa, because that's where we were, to Delhi, but we couldn't go international. So we had to stay with Sangha in the end. And it was brilliant, because we weren't supposed to see him. And when I was there, I, had, I, I can't remember how long it was. It was over two, uh, over, definitely over a week. It's like two weeks, was it, Kim? Yeah. And uh, I had quiet time. We, we, me and Fred could go out for walks individually or together, just walk around the area. And then there was lots of time, just we were sat around just talking. There was no fellowships or anything. We were just talking about the things of God, and we watched some films, just living natural life. And uh, one day I was out on the balcony, and I come in, and Sangit was sharing or talking, and I was just stood there in the living room, and God says, do everything this man tells you. And I said to God, what about if he's wrong? Just do everything. I'll cover anything that's wrong. So I just obeyed. I made a dedicated decision that I'm going to connect there. I'm never going anywhere else. This is it now. This was uh, make or break. I'm going to do this with all my heart. I'm going to follow everything this man encourages me. Before I left, I said to Sangate, so what are the things that you encourage here that get people moving, that get people fruitful, that get people productive, that gets people to come out of... Uh, poverty into prosperity that comes from darkness to light that, you know, and to walk in the power like they're walking and to be very productive he said Lawrence when someone's born again when they get born again he says we get them to speak in tongues and then we tell them that right away you speak what God puts in your mouth you speak by the spirit and then we encourage them to honour God and then I've learnt a few things up to that's the three things he said to me and then I realised the connections 
is an important thing. You know, connecting and praying for the labourers. Five things that I do and I've done since I've come back from India. That's all I've done. I haven't travelled outside of the UK because I haven't got my passport because my passport ran out and we're renewing it soon. So I haven't been anywhere. And uh, I've stayed here and I thought I would find that hard because all the other years I've been travelling 10, 12 times within a year all over the place, all over Europe, all over India, USA. But for these last three years, God has taught me to stay with him. God has taught me patience. God has taught me confidence. God has taught me that he will provide for me as I stay with him, as I relax in him, as I don't worry about the things. And so God is a great provider. He sees in order to provide for your life in every single area. And then God has shown me since I've been practicing speaking by the Spirit. In other words, like I said, I do read my Bible in my private and spare time. But on air, I let God inspire me what to say. This is where you are really going to minister directly to people's hearts. If they're humble, if their hearts are open to what you're saying or what God's saying by your mouth. And then we have a lot of one-on-ones. I mean, every day I'm speaking to people. And every week I have one-on-ones with Amber, Danny, and Jason, and Becky. And they come for the encouragement. I don't know what I'm going to say, but they come and they share. And and then God just really works things wonderfully. And these guys are practicing. They take what's being said and they go and do it. And they're getting results. Danny and Amber have got a fellowship. Becky Jancy's got a fellowship. Jason's getting open doors left, right, and center. Danny and Amber got laborers. They got a children's fellowship going from nothing. They wasn't doing anything before I come back from India. I come back to just me and Kim and Jason. And then God just brought Amber. Then he brought Danny. And then he brought Becky. And then he's brought other people now. And then through Danny and Amber, other people are coming. And so the, the, what began in India this way, where people were being added, is now being here. It's established here now. Is established here. Things are growing. And people want to come back as well. There's old way people that have been on the sidelines criticizing and judging, but they're coming back, they're calling me. Because God's working in the heart and God will have his way. And especially I know some of these people have got good hearts. Just that it's doctrine and um is the doctrine and being scared that what they may learn outside of what they've learned is wrong and it's not because the only way that you prove everything is by doing it and Becky was talking about being a doer so she practices everything I encourage her and she's getting great results in her life she's got many many testimonies Amber many many testimonies Danny many many testimonies the people in Danny and Amber's fellowship many many testimonies and uh, if you go on my website on the daily encouragement today I put up a sharing by Keeley, she's been going five months. In fact, she don't go to the fellowship. Danny and Amber meet her once a week, and she's done a fantastic sharing on that. Listen, God is into really changing your life, but God has done everything He's going to do through Christ. It's already done. Everything that you need in your life to be successful, to be prosperous, to be happy, to be peaceful, to be fruitful, is already accomplished in Christ. So, how do we get? these spiritual realities manifested into the physical is through number one making up your mind that you're not going to mess around anymore you're going to get focused in one place if you want I'm just talking about I'm sharing this because if you really want to move 
you need to go to God where do you want me to connect for the sound doctrine and I clarify to you sound doctrine is what God's given you in that moment in time that's sound doctrine and the scriptures show us this you can see this in Galatians in the book of Acts in Thessalonians and all these places right it's there it's right there if the heart is humble God can open it up because my heart wasn't humble at one time and I couldn't see it but when God changed my heart I could see these I'm like wow this guy was right all the time and so I've been practicing this way and everything is flourishing and growing and God wants you to be so successful in your life you know and like when you feel that well you know I feel anxious recognize it as an old paradigm how you overcome it is by saying what God says open your mouth and speak you know I am blessed when I lie down I am blessed when I rise up I am blessed when I come in I am blessed when I go out I am blessed in the field I am blessed in the city I am blessed in the store I am blessed in the basket I am blessed in the fruit of my body I am the head and not the towel I am above and not beneath and the blessings of the Lord are chasing me down and overtaking me I am successful I am wealthy I am healthy Lawrence you are not wealthy you are not healthy look at you you are a mess (laughs) look at your bank account there is not I am healthy, I am wealthy. What does God say? The just shall live by faith, not by sight. When I come to USA in 2018, God put that message in my heart. Number one was that, you know, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. If God shows you to speak by the Spirit, that's what you should do. If God tells you to teach from the Scriptures, that's what you should do. If God inspires it, we're to be moved by the inspiration of God and when you move by the inspiration of God just like our wonderful Lord and Saviour Jesus Christ just like our wonderful Apostle Paul just like wonderful Timothy and Stephen and Philip and all those wonderful believers that were before us that blazed the trail and set the example of how to be productive because God wants you to have fruit He wants you to be blessed He wants you to be prosperous this is not a prosperity gospel in the sense of that we're doing these things to get your money the Bible shows you God wants you to be prosperous. The graphe, the scriptures, what was spoken before by the prophets show you this is God's heart. Look at Abraham, look at Joseph, look at Isaac, look at all the men of God, Solomon, all these ones. Jesus wasn't poor, he didn't go around in you know, uh, an old rag and busted up sandals. People knew that he was a master, a teacher. He was dressed wonderfully, he had a treasurer and to have a treasure you've got to have money in that treasury right but God wants you to prosper now the first thing I would say to do and the most important thing I would say for you to do is to honour God with your substance this is the beginning point for me because I know what the scriptures say God says that he gives you bread for your food he gives you seed to sow and the seed that you sow he multiplies your seed sown he increases the fruits of your righteousness and he causes all grace to abound see the point is we're in grace but for grace to abound what does that mean God's going to do the work for you we just got to be in a place of being ready to do that takes discipline and a commitment to God to do that not to me like I say to the guys that come to me you don't dedicate yourself to me you dedicate yourself to God and you do what he puts in your heart my job is to feed you what God's working in me to feed you or what he's inspired me to say I've done my job once I've done that it's up to you what you do with it see we don't want to produce people that just come to fellowship and sit there and get blessed for that moment and live anxiously all through the week live nervously all through the week scrimping and scraping all through the week 
that's what doctrine can do if it's not sound doctrine it gets you in a rhythm of a click where you've got your little fellowship you go there, you don't produce nothing you might get one or two people coming you might get a blessing here and there because God is our father and he's good but God wants you to so supersede this God says in Ephesians 3.20 he does exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power that worketh in you right so sowing seed is very important if you want to prosper you need to begin there if you want all grace to abound and you want to abound to every good work that means being fruitful in the work of God you need to start with sowing your seed and being faithful and being consistent and doing it from a heart of love not because you want to impress your minister that you might be sending it to because obviously you're not going to give it directly to God because he's spirit right so it goes to the ministers the ones that are feeding the ones that are working with you and so I would start there and then there's obviously the speaking in tongues that's a must if you really want to be in tune and be energized speak in tongues much you know practice it everything that we do is a practice practice speaking in tongues in the morning when you wake up you might feel anxious you might feel nervous you might feel fearful you might just be dog tired right start saying what God says the first thing that comes out of my mouth is father I thank you this is my greatest day and I thank you father that you've blessed me I thank you that you provided everything for me I thank you that by the stripes of Jesus Christ I'm healed I thank you father that because of his death and his poverty he became poor so I could become rich and I'm rich in my heart I'm rich in my mind I'm rich in the spiritual wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ I'm an heir of God and I'm a joint heir with Jesus Christ doesn't matter how I feel I've learned that the feelings are the things that are not to lead me or determine my day see there's negative emotions and there's positive ones we don't have to pay attention to the negative ones but we can enjoy the good ones that love, that joy, that peace, that long suffering that hope, that temperance, self-control and self-control is when you get up in the morning and you're feeling like that and your mind's all over the place that you can start saying it's the entrance of God, God's word that bringeth light and it gives faith and understanding to the simple see when you speak you're speaking light devils run, devils flee and then I thank God, Father, I thank you. I don't pray like it. I need it. I pray like it's already done. Father, I thank you that I move in your word like it was prophesied to me twice by two different people that I move in your word throughout all of the UK, for all of Europe, parts of the USA and the world, and whatever other country you've given me. And I see it in my mind. I will hold it in my hand. See, faith is not what you see with your physical eyes. It's what you see in your mind the imagination of your heart I've said this so many times Isaiah 26.3 Thou God will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted thee that word mind is the Hebrew word yatsa, and it means a frame and imagination words paint pictures so when you're speaking all the negative words you're painting that image in your mind when you're saying what God says you're painting that image in your mind and you're getting a vision of the future which is great outreach uh, labourers coming from the north to the south to the east to the west money coming to you from the north to the south to the east to the west peace abounding in every area in the midst of chaos you can walk in that perfect peace God will perfectly keep you 
but guys you need to be connected somewhere you need to get rooted and grounded in sound words and a relationship with the living God and um, you know yes we speak encouraging but we've got to speak the right things and sometimes the encouragement may not sound so good to you you think well I ain't doing that and who do you think you are you know the point is God is energizing these things and I know it's working because it works for me and it works for the people that have been connected with me personally not just here in the UK but in USA, in France, in other places God has opened up those doors for the ones that are listening see if you want to argue you'll always have arguments if you want to argue over doctrine you're not going to go anywhere and then you'll be offended and because of offence the love of many shall wax cold Jesus said because of iniquity the love of, God, the love of many shall wax cold that word love is the word agape is referring to believers because of offence oh that Lawrence offended me because he said we got to speak by the spirit oh well go and see go and search the scriptures then the scriptures will confirm what I'm telling to you if you're humble you'll see it if you're not you'll just argue the toss but like I say to the guys that connect to me listen I've spoken what God's put in my heart to you now it's up to you I'm not arguing with it it's up to you you know you're free you are free to do what you want where the spirit of the Lord is there's liberty and what I've also learned is that when we do it this way with God there's things in my one-on-ones with individuals that I've spoken that have actually happened like the very next day or the very next in that same week that God has just given something to, that I, I've spoken and you know it's not something that I thought up it's something that God's given and that exact same things happen confirming the words with them and then they get the signs following in other words they get the deliverance they get the answers it's not because I'm special it's because God knows what he's doing I just need to be a vessel of honour and ready to do it and it's just so you know liberating so my journey has been with many different people through the years I've had lots of learning I've had lots of good people lots of people with wrong doctrine good hearts but you can only go as far as you talk right but there's a more excellent way and I'm living that more excellent way the believers in India are living that more excellent way the believers in Nepal live in a more excellent way and those that are practicing this way are now beginning to live a more excellent way just ask the people in my fellowship and so I'm not trying to promote us guys I'm just trying to say look it's time to stop worrying and fussing and fighting going from this fellowship to this minister to that minister this minister nothing wrong with fellowshipping but you've got to know where you're connected you've got to know where you're being fed from once you've got that fixed in there you go to God, Father, where do you want me to connect? Where is the sound words being spoken? Your words, that is going to really be effective and powerful. That is going to change not only me, but the people that hear me. Where I can be a witness to you, where I can bring glory to you, because it's not by my power, it's by your power, God. It's not by my intellect and knowledge of what I've worked, but it's by your revealed word that you're working in me by the Holy Spirit so these are the things that just I felt inspired to share now because I got a message from someone mentioning Tom and I really felt compelled to share that and I just want to you know thank God for Tom's life I want to thank God for Tom's family his wife and his children that God at this time comforts their hearts they're seasoned believers and uh, and I don't think they want people bombarding them or anything so um, just wait for them to announce something before you start going contacting them because that's what was said to me in the message so I love you guys and you know I am I am blessed in my heart I'm sad of course but like um, you know because he's our brother in Christ but praise God that 
he's going to be raised up from the dead that we're going to see him face to face and we don't know when Christ is going to gather the church but it's, I, I think it's going to be very soon so I don't know because no one knows it right but just look at the world if you want to kind of get a, a barometer of where we are but that should show us more and more we should gird up our lines we should get committed guys we should get so we should get really fruitful how many people can we bring with us yeah how many people can you speak the word to and let god open the doors to do that as well i've been witnessing to people all this week i've had some wonderful doors open to me and um with different men and uh, and i've spoken with them and i've encouraged them but it's up to them what they do like i say i deliver the message i'm just the messenger that's all we are the work is on God. He gives the increase. We've just got to be navigated by him. So I love you. You are God's masterpiece. Consider what I say. Take, it to, take everything I said to God. I'll put this up on the website so you'll hear it again. And you pray about it. And God will show you. He really will. So I love you. And God bless you.